<laughs> round two. So we recorded this one time and I don't know what happened to it. It's just the worst feeling. Like that feeling that you get in your stomach when you realize something is missing on your computer, like specifically when things are missing on your mm-hmm. computer. You get this like horrible gut feeling. Yeah. It used to be yeah. worse when I was a kid. Like I was yeah, such an anxious terrible. student. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess I I'm can just, imagine that. I guess I'm kind of just realizing, well, I've talked to you about this before, but I'm kind of just realizing how crazy my, uh, well, not crazy, but I definitely had anxiety as a kid that I didn't really uh, tune into at all or nobody really tuned into. Well, it's hard I, to, like, how are you supposed to understand it if no right. one around you understands it? Oh, yeah, it, right. You know? And I just feel like in general, mental health is being talked about a lot more like 20 years later. Mm-hmm. But um, I was so anxious as a kid. Like if I got really nervous about a school project, I, I would like puke. Like anything that made me nervous, I would puke. For a long time, yeah. I couldn't uh, sleep over people's houses for like two years because every time I went to somebody else's house, I would throw up. Like that's so – like is that not anxiety? No, that's 100% anxiety. <laughs> and I had no – I like – I don't know. I just, I never thought about it. I was just like, well, this is weird, but I can't stop doing it. Yeah. The mind body connection is crazy, especially when it comes to anxiety and depression, like the way it can affect your immune system. And then also just like your digestive system is crazy. Yeah. And I started realizing that my anxiety was truly a real thing when my body started telling me and still Mm -hmm. my body starts telling me, uh, when things are wrong, like, I'll get, yeah, I'll get a stomach ache and I'll feel like I want to throw up or I'll start losing weight or, um, yeah, it's always a physical manifestation. But anyway, I was such a nervous kid when I would lose things on the computer or like assignments, like that feeling is just the worst. Or like mm-hmm. if you were writing a paper and you'd been sitting there for like <sighs> eight hours. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. You would just die. Right. And it was like 1230. I don't know. That was, that was definitely me as a kid. Ma- massive amounts of procrastination another anxiety. That is totally an anxiety response. I still do that. But anyway, this wasn't as dramatic when I lost it, but I was pissed. And I spent (laughs) a bunch of time talking to Apple. I don't know why I did that. It was like, I just couldn't accept. I couldn't accept it. I also didn't get it because usually they save automatically, but I will never walk away from my computer again. I'm going to be a total helicopter mom with my computer. (laughs) Um, Need to supervise it as it saves. Yeah. Okay. So here we are, Bed well, Bath and Beyond. Yeah, let's get to it. Let's get to it. We are um, going to talk about episode three. It was three, right? Yes. Yeah, episode three I have. And I labeled it Twinkie Boys. <laughs> so I guess off the bat, that's what we saw, right? Like, I don't really remember an intro or anything. Yeah. I just remember being like I just remember out. her being like, oh, there's going to be this, like, challenge. And they were paired up. And so... The thing that I remember sticking out was, um, it was, and no, it wasn't Andrew. It was Trey and somebody else who I think went home that night. Um, they had this like tray of Twinkies and I just kept looking at it being like, you know, don't get me wrong. I love a good Twinkie. Like, you know, you crave it a Twinkie. Like it's so satisfying, but I'm looking at them having to eat this whole tray and I'm like, don't no, like I'm like I'm like concerned like their stomach's gonna be so full of preservatives they're gonna like preserve their digestive system <laughs> oh my god you're so passionate Aubrey am I oh wow I didn't yeah you were just like um what's that what's that advocate uh Greta Greta Thornburg you just like Greta Thornburn that <laughs> I Thornburg? think Thunberg Thunberg <laughs> you were just so passionate about the world not eating that amount of Twinkies ever. I guess I was just really concerned for their health. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> for, no, honestly, for a hot it was, minute. It was freaking I was weird. Like, oh. So maybe they were doing like a little like preview of the episode. That's why we just came out straight. No, I think the they, that was like one of the first challenges. Like they had to eat that shit. And it wasn't somebody that went home. It was uh, Mike. It was the, the blue-eyed Christian guy or the virgin. It was. Him. Oh, it was. No, I yeah. thought it was some other guy with like a longer blonder haircut. Oh no, it was definitely him because, and I think that Trey didn't. I think it was like they really didn't explain the challenge. It looked like they had to go to. It was the different basically stations. do whatever 
they say was yeah. the challenge. It's like a whole bunch of eating. Like it was just so weird. But Mike was with Trey and it looked like they had to trade off. So Trey had to encourage Mike as he was eating all these freaking Twinkies. Oh, and I was like, that's literally like God. an ungodly amount. Like there's no I, way he had to eat all those. That's exactly then, what I was thinking. Did you see when he was like, oh, I haven't had a carb in seven years, man. Like, yeah, that what? was weird. That was weird. I was like, red flag. <laughs> Honestly, red flag. Like, I do not want a man who's gonna like be staring at my carbs like a sexual object as I eat them or make me feel bad about eating them in front of him. Like, I don't not know. Yeah, I just thought that. that was so weird. I just don't think I could ever jive with that. I was like, yeah, you need to be no. honest with Katie about that. <laughs> I think you need to be honest with Katie about your relationship you with a- food. <laughs> you need to have a vulnerable <laughs> conversation and open up with her about how you don't eat carbs. And then I was thinking, well, maybe he has like celiac or something, but I was like, duh, he just ate an entire plate of Twinkies. So I guess he's not allergic. He just doesn't. I was like, whatever, man. Like you don't ever eat pasta. I don't trust you. Don't. I cannot. I do not trust you. you. I don't, I don't trust you. (laughs) I don't trust people who don't like McDonald's either. Like, and I get, I get like, that's a big, you know, I feel like there's two super opposite sides to, you know, you either love it or you hate it. Okay, but how can you like it? <laughs> Sorry, you know what that just reminded me of. What? The oh, girls are obsessed McDonald's. with McDonald's. I am. I love McDonald's. <laughs> so when people like hate on me for it, or it doesn't happen often, you know, like if you just don't want to go there, that's fine. But people that are like, ew, like McDonald's, like you're dying. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> I, but like, how can you sucker. not, how can you not like french fries though even like just come on it's just confusing like I guess Mike has never had Mike hasn't had a french fry in seven years I mean so that probably means Mike doesn't go to McDonald's which means I don't trust him which means he's boring the girls love McDonald's is from me and Aubrey are (laughs) in the same acting class uh and we graduated in 2014 oh my god we're like showing our age now but uh we hey we i'm about to be abroad. 30 flirty and thriving so. that's true you know what we're also <laughs> about to be yeah 30 flirty and thriving thank you jennifer uh what's her last name jennifer Garner. for giving us that uh but we studied abroad in london and i was obsessed with mcdonald's anyway but guys like <laughs> it's different no let me tell you about london well england mcdonald's the Tell them, Greta. the <laughs> the apple pie is to die for. It's like crispy, flaky. Like I think it's somehow fried. Yeah, but it's straight up deep fried. They deep fry the whole so thing. So fucking good. Not like dumb, dry ass, crumbly ass, I know. gross. They're so sad now. Sometimes I still get them just because I I love them. And even no. when they were like that, they used to be better when I was a kid. I can but never Jason- go back. I know. But Jason told me that apparently they used to have apple pies like that here too, but they don't make them like that here anymore. And yeah, probably because they were like, oh, American standards are way different. We can feed them bullshit. Um, yeah, exactly. And they, yeah, they use, um, everything is made with like cane sugars and they're- um, Yeah, like they can't use all of the fructose. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ingredients syrup, that they can't like use that we do. And it just tastes yeah. so much better. And it's so good. Greg, our friend Greg was with us and, um, <laughs> you know, we had our parents, you know, helping us with finances and everything. So his dad was like asking us like, what's with like the McDonald's charges? He was like, and, why are you going to McDonald's so much? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> And Greg, Greg like, completely threw us under the bus. And he was like, the girls are obsessed with McDonald's. Like they always want to go. Always want to go. And then when- he asked, like, we had gone that much, so he was asking about it. Like, I was like, ooh, like, still don't care, though. Okay, right. but it didn't help that there was a McDonald's right by the bus stop. Oh, my God. And I, whatever. We would have found one. We would have found yeah, it wherever. Yeah. We were determined. I've also, when I went to China, I also walked, like, miles and miles alone to go to the McDonald's. And then when I came back, my group was like, um, never do that again. And then I thought about that, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, I guess That's that wasn't crazy. safe. <laughs> I walked a long way. I've been like fucking taken in China. All right. Wow. Back on track. Um, But so we know Mike hasn't eaten McDonald's or any sort of carb in seven years. Weird. We also see Andrew using his accent again when they have to whisper Uh, into the ear, which is annoying. And then later in the episode, he does it again. Like what he does it during his proposal to her at the end of the challenge. Yeah. And then he does it in like the giant ear thing. And I'm just like, get a new, get a new gig. 
go it's get a like new a- thing. But I mean, it's working for her apparently. So I, yeah, she I guess liked don't, it. but she I hate like, it. <laughs> yeah, she liked it. She was like, yeah, uh, Andrew has this sexy British accent that just like drives me crazy. And for a second, she looked like so into it for a second. I was like, wait, is he British? And he was pretending to be Australian, like on the, on the opening night. Cause he did the fake accent then. Like right. I really couldn't remember because she was so like, she didn't say like, he does this funny British accent, but it's actually kind of sexy. She was like, he has this British accent. That's just like delicious or something stupid. And I was like, ew. And maybe it's just <laughs> because we're performers, but I just feel yeah. like I'm over it. Like I'm not I'm so amused over it. Yeah. by our accent. Like <laughs> Enough please yeah, like, uh, let the enough. professionals take over or just, like, it's not <laughs> that was funny. terrible <laughs> like it's just like it's not funny I no, I just, it's not you know like, like, enough I don't get it <laughs> whatever but he loves it which is a red flag although I was big team Andrew this episode uh but that's until we'll the end until the yeah. end and the yeah. accent mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the accent also, Greg whispering into the ear. What was that? What the fuck was he? He was literally listing states, but being like, I'm going to do you in this state. I'm gonna, like, what? It and then he, he had the audacity to be like, yes, at the end, because he thought he did such a good job. It was so strange. <laughs> it almost reminded me of like, you know how like on Adult Swim or um, – Rick and Morty or something they just have like the weirdest skits or writing mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. I was like what the like, hell what is the this like he it sounded like he was like trying to be funny I don't know I don't know I don't so, even, I don't know why I, he thought of the 50 states it's just because he probably was just like I don't know what to say and this will give me something to focus on I and I had he had to like hit a time limit but yeah he's <laughs> at, le- at least Katie didn't like that one she was like that was bad and he thinks it was good yeah and, then, yeah, and then like Andrew and Trey were like, they were getting like waxed at one point, and then they had okay, to wound yeah. people. They were Hold wounding up. people. No, but listen, I I was under the impression that he could choose which part of his body to be waxed, and he chose his ass crack. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it was right. so weird. It was bizarre. Like you don't know this dude, and now you're just like waxing your butt on TV, and like. did they ask you to do that or were you just like now's the time so weird now's the time i'm waxing my ass on live tv but then he made a comment about it and he was like yeah i didn't expect to be so like intimate or whatever so that leads me to believe maybe like producers pushed him to do it i mean probably i mean most i don't know so weird though the whole challenge was so weird yeah, the whole thing was so weird. I couldn't get over, like, the, the massive amounts of food. I was just confused. I, and then Katie was trying to explain it. She was like, I just want to see that, you know, they're willing You would literally to do, do anything for me. for me. Yeah. I was like, you're not even Even if like, they're gross and weird. You're not even going to talk about how this is super weird. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I just feel like she's uptight. I still think she's, like, auditioning for extra or something or thinks that she needs to, like, I don't know, but I guess we were talking. She is just a real person. So maybe I really do think that she is what she says she is. She's just a regular person who like is on The Bachelor and she's obviously very serious about the process. Yeah. And like doesn't, you know, like it's awkward. Like if if we weren't performers, we wouldn't be like. That's oh, true. cool. I, Kimmel, no, you know, I think about that all the time. I think about that all the time. And I think that's why I became so fascinated with it because I was thinking if I wasn't a performer, it would how be would so bizarre. That? Yeah. Like how would you, what oh, even in the world? Sorry. My computer just almost fell down. Oh no. Okay. That can't happen. Thousands of dollars down the drain. Yeah, oh my God. And we could never podcast again. Ugh. Okay, you were saying, sorry. Um, I don't know. Just that she was uptight, but maybe she's nervous. And um, Yeah, I think that she's still, like, adjusting. She's a regular person. Like, people are awkward. They don't know how to be, like, charismatic on a TV show. They, they're not talented like us. Yeah. <laughs> they're not trained for this. <laughs> Like, yeah, not like really what we're thinking, but like kind of what we're thinking. Like, how do you approach that? That just. I don't know. It must be very uncomfortable. And I feel like the more um, like when we see conversations that are really cool to watch and some amount of growth happens and some Mm -hmm. amount of sharing happens, 
I just think it's so cool because it's real people. Like, mm-hmm. and I know when those moments are happening, like you can right. see, you can feel them if I, if you're into that kind of thing, you know? So I just love that when normal people just like give us kind of a glimpse at, you know, slice of life in a way and everybody just loves love. So yeah. But anyway, so the end of this challenge is the pepper proposal, which I actually think is funny. I think anything they do with peppers is funny. They've done the longest kiss with eating peppers before. I like that it ended with this because it's at least kind of like, I don't know. It's just more intentional than like going to different stations and eating plates of food. I just did not. Yeah. So we talked about um, Andrew's stupid accent proposal again. Over. Um, Trey? Trey? Yeah. Yeah. Trey was so impressive. I was like starting to feel bad about my own proposal and I loved my proposal. (laughs) Ow. Damn, That's Trey right. did that. He doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> he doesn't love me that much. No, no, no. I'm just he loves you very much, Aubrey. He loves me so much. He's just he like, shows mm. you. You know, when you like see Aww. movies and TV. Yeah. And the girl that's questioning her marriage, her friends are like, he chose you. He chose you. He chose you. He did that. You but- need to choose him. <laughs> yeah. Can I no, we chose each other. I know that she's wearing my teeny sinks. Um, so yeah, Trey's proposal was really good. And I just always like a man that's good with words. So I like that Mm, we kind of mm -hmm, saw a little bit of mm -hmm. his personality with that because we really hadn't. Um, so then we have like the cocktail party after the date and wait for the group date. Yeah. Was that the challenge? Was there a different group? That weird challenge. No, I think that's all they did. They like went into a field and like did weird stuff. Okay. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, no, look, I love, 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 love my girl Katie, but this was a weird challenge and I didn't really get it. And I I thought it was just like, okay, whatever. I don't think she chose it. I think that it was just planned and whatever. Um, Yeah. Anyway, so she goes, so we do the cocktail party. And at one, like at the beginning of this, I'm a light queen today. At the beginning of this cocktail (laughs) party, I have written down, Greg does not love her. Bad. Nice. Oh, oh, because, because he, uh, he's not the one that brings her Taco Bell, right? No, that's Who Andrew. brings her Taco Bell? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Never mind about Taco Bell. Um, because he is like having a moment with her or whatever, and she tells him she's falling for him. And I don't think he really said anything other than just like smile and like, (laughs) but like, no, he doesn't, he, I don't, I don't think he's in the same, same spot. Are we sure it was a conversation? Cause part of me remembers her saying it in a confessional and, and that to the producer. No, she said it to him. I remember. Oh, that sucks. Maybe she said it in both. Great. Great. Now she really means it. I don't know. (laughs) I don't think he's particularly good looking. I don't think he has much. There's something just like weird. No, and like I, I don't know. feel for him with what he's going through, but I really I loved him when he was like talking about his dad, and like he seemed like that was the most authentic I felt like he was, and that was when I loved him most. But I feel like I, there's been nothing like that since. Know. Yeah, nothing like that since. But I guess she says that, so I, I didn't like that, and I wrote that down. Oh my yeah. God. And when Andrew brought her the Taco Bell, you know what I wrote down? I wrote down the Taco Bell would have made me cry. Of course it would have. You love Taco Bell. Because I love it. I had it last night. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> oh my God. I hate oh it. You hate it? Taco Bell? I hate it. Okay. We're I not want- going no, 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 no. We're going to get so off track. Only thing I have to okay, say is okay. try the chips and cheese. <clears throat> All right. I'll you try that. that. Can't you? It's like the best yeah. cheese. I don't know why. Anyway, Taco Bell would have made me cry. Um, that was awesome. And I loved her reaction that she she was like, oh, like she was. Yeah, you, she was genuinely like, yeah. oh, my God. That was, good. <laughs> that was a good move. Um, yeah, except that off. all I could think about is like they. Well, first of all, we saw them eat, which I feel like we never do. So I was like, oh, they're eating, which mm-hmm. is like weird. I know, same with the beginning. It's like, yeah. Now it makes the eating dates even more bullshit. It's like, we know yeah. that these people eat. Like, let them eat here. <laughs> Take them we to a acknowledge seaside. they must exist and <laughs> Take eat. Take them to a seaside bar and let them, like, crack, you know, crab legs or something. Like, Oh, yeah. That's fun. We're over yeah. it. Anyway. Anyway. Um, 
What was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the Taco Bell thing and Andrew with the Taco Bell and how she. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they 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 eat Taco Bell and then they kiss like and it could have been editing, but it looked like they kissed like roll quickly uh, after that Taco Bell. And I just feel like, you know, there was no way that there wasn't like a little bit of like bean or like lettuce stuck in someone's teeth. That was like swapping around in there. And I agree with you. And she makes out with people like, yeah, she's not shy with that. Mm -mm. I mean, I guess, I guess she's just, it's just, I mean, go for it. I mean, when, when else are you going to have this opportunity? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I forget if it's Andrew that she's talking to or if then she moves on to another guy, but at some point at this cocktail party, she starts like getting really worried for um, the uh, the issue with people in the house not being um, cool to each other. And she seems to be really preoccupied with the idea that the house might be an uncomfortable place or a toxic place like she experienced, which I think is so sweet. But I hope that she's staying on track because you can just tell she's so concerned with everybody else like and how they're doing. Yeah. So I hope it doesn't get in her way on on her journey. Uh, yeah. I think she's going to get friend zoned. I think Andrew is going to get friend zoned anyway. Because I, I think that's who she was talking about. That no. too. She- well, because Trey is the one who go right? This is at that. So they have the cocktail party and then um, the rose ceremony, right? And Trey's, wait, am I getting confused? Trey, this is when Trey is like, oh, I'm going to go tell her about Thomas. No, that was last episode this could have just been like after the date cocktails and then there was a cocktail party before the rose ceremony i don't know but at some point people start talking about thomas oh oh yeah okay sorry like uh, thomas is like a big (laughs) overreaching theme of this episode and here for the wrong reasons we're still on here for the wrong reasons (laughs) classic classic bachelor right (laughs) okay but so look i was was, like no go ahead no you got no you got i I was just it was crazy like this was a good episode i i said it in the middle of it i was like this is a good episode because i was such a roller coaster with everything because Mm -hmm. i started kind of feeling for thomas a little bit because i mean as we go through what happened you know I'll say more, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just be like it got crazy right away. Like all of a sudden, everybody was talking about this dude. Like every like the conversations between the other guys. Like people were start starting to co- talk to Katie about it. Well, it started because Trey was like, "I'm gonna say something to her about yeah. Thomas," and like to make sure she knows like where we, like how I feel, and like I don't know, like make sure she's not manipulated by him. Right. And Andrew was like. You know, and and I was on team Andrew, but then he just like went a little too hard. So um, I think, well, anyway, so Andrew was like, I think you can trust her to make her own decisions and like, she'll figure it out. And I was like, yeah, totally. And like, number one rule, Trey, is you don't spend your time with the person talking about someone else. I know. Classic. Those Text people book. literally always go home every single time. Always. Always. It never fails. Even Katie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Katie was the one. But, well, and this is what else I'll say. I was not surprised that she gave Trey the, um, the, uh, t- <coughs> <laughs> Something and then I breathed in and I choked. <laughs> oh my god! I'm over here like trying to. I was trying to cough before you. Now, you just did. I really. <coughs> I was trying to like stifle my cough before. Here you go. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Ooh, anyway. I, yeah, that whole situation, I was just so all over the place when this all started going down because I really liked how, like how you said you agreed with Andrew to a certain point. I I was really happy that he was there to represent that 
But then at some point he was just argumentative. Right. I was like, okay, yeah, you guys right. disagree. Like, stop talking about but it. But I, I liked where he was coming from in, in terms of like, you know, you don't need to tell her how to make her own decisions. She's smart, independent, capable, mm-hmm. and yeah. this is what she's yeah. here to do. Mm-hmm. So I almost found it um, admirable that he was trying to like show them, like, you need to give her, you know, some respect in this way, like, and just trust trust that she doesn't need you to tell her trust about that she doesn't need you. <laughs> she, she, she need you but she doesn't need you to make a decision about this guy because she's having her own conversation right it's like guy. damsel in distress thing right so I like that he was there to speak on that but I was kind of disappointed that nobody else kind of chimed in and was mm. like I see what you're saying like and mm-hmm. I agree with you mm-hmm. Um, because she's clearly a smart girl yeah. blah, blah 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 nobody but I can also in. see the need or the the feeling that you want to protect the person if that's really what it's right. about. But I don't it's still weird. I don't know. I thought it was I a don't, annoying. Yeah. I'm I'm not entirely sure. Just but because like, like it's really easy for them to all fixate on like a common <laughs> enemy because it's such a stressful experience. Like being in the bachelor, right. you're never really you're not in control whatsoever. So Okay. If there's like one thing you can control and like trying to like make sure this guy is not in the house, is that is that thing? Like it doesn't yeah. surprise me that they would get fixated yeah. on it. And not for nothing, he's very handsome, I think. So there's Who, also Thomas? The, yeah. And there's also yeah. the idea of insecurity and competition. And it's just mm-hmm. like it's just so many factors. But yeah, I thought Andrew started going a little bit too far to the right ab- about it, like just a little too um at one point it was like, you guys just don't agree. And he kept just trying to um, explain to them, you know, she asked us to trust her, which is true. And I, that right. is also something that she said, but she also told the guys, I want you to be my eyes and ears in the house. Mm-hmm. And she said, I think even more so she's been saying, please tell me, I need to know what's going on in the house. So she gives Trey the rose and Andrew's right. super confused. And I was like, come on, dude. Like, you I'm, I'm not surprised though, because she was the one in Matt's season who was like, who went to him originally and was like, Hey, there's some like serious bullying happening here. Um, and so I'm not surprised that she like rewarded Trey for basically doing what she would have done. Um, and I think it was important that he was first because then like after, um, after he initially like spoke to her, he was one of the first guys who brought it up. Everyone kept saying it and then she was like oh my god like when are they all gonna stop talking about fucking Thomas like and then our hero came in I know and then what's his name single dad (laughs) Michael is what I call him comes in yeah I was thinking that too I was like you guys are talking about him so much that she's in the confessional with producers like no one will shut up about him like ew like lame like Mm-hmm. come on guys get it together at one point you need to chill and remember that you're here to be yourself with her and like you said right. not talk about other people and at this point I'm kind of thinking she's irritated mm-hmm. and I started thinking about what we knew about Thomas and I started thinking they were ostracizing him and everything was just getting blown out of proportion I felt because mm-hmm. I started thinking about what we saw of him and it was him being kind of weird in that uh therapy-esque group mm-hmm. date. I don't even know if to call it a date, but. Which um, was a lot to ask of people. Which like, was a lot to ask in of general. people. And he might've been panicked about mm-hmm. having the perfect story or the perfect thing to say. And I think that he started mm-hmm. using his smile and his charm, which maybe he's used to doing because it's he probably has probably a defense it. mechanism. It's probably a defense mechanism. Who knows? Maybe he was just like nervous and, you know, maybe he's not really feeling her as much as other guys, but I don't think it makes him a horrible person. They were like, he's a demon seed. I was like, what the heck? Like, right. And this is what I was getting at with like the fixating thing. Like, yeah, I, I do think they went uh, like, I, I just hate when they start getting really personal with the insults and like, they just go there all the time, like yeah. so quickly of like, you're scum, you're the scum of the earth. Yeah. And the like, I can thing- say, I think you made really poor decisions yeah. and I don't think you deserve <laughs> to be here, but I'm not going to be like, you personally are yeah. a human being who should be burning in hell. Yeah, (laughs) that's just weird. Answering the question, did you think about being the bachelor? It's like, I think he was trying to be honest. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what he, he had, like, he was a squirrel in the middle of the road. He was like, do I be honest and have that be my strength and work my way out of this? Or do I lie and say, I never thought about it in my life? Like I felt for the guy because Hunter asked it three times 
They were like, You're yeah, there was question. no right answer. I was like, so let's go down the line then and ask every single dude this same question and yeah. see how they handle it. So that wasn't a smart move. Probably not the best idea. But I but- think what the difference is, though, because I, I definitely agree with what you're saying to a certain extent. But I think also the difference is Thomas pretty much admitted to saying he came on here without like anything for Katie, like didn't really knew, know who she was at all. It was just like, oh, I want to be in The Bachelor. Wasn't like, I'm going to go on here. Like Katie is so awesome. Like I think we'd connect, you know, and then he was like, oh, if, you know, I don't end up liking the girl. Like maybe I'll be The Bachelor. Whereas I think a lot of the other guys are like, they came for Katie right. because they had seen her and like they dad like her. Mike, single dad like Mike. that's their first priority. And it feels like, it was the other way around right. for Thomas. But I felt I started to feel bad for the guy that they started to villainize him so much. I no, of sure, course. Like maybe like you're not really into this and you should probably be someone that's sent home. But they just right. It was uncalled come, for. Yeah, it was just nuts. And it started making other guys look bad. And like you said, it's not good for them to be doing that. Um, mm-hmm. But so then he tries to go say his piece, which what, what would you do? Would you try to save your ass like one last time? I would have. So he goes to do that <laughs> and he sits down with her. And he basically just explains how what I was saying, that he was just caught between being honest and, um, you know, ans- do, answering the right way. And he was like, I don't always know the right thing to say, but, you know, I'm interested in this. I feel like, um, you know, any there are other men in that room that have thought about it. And she kind of got defensive with that, basically saying what you were just saying right? Um, about other men just being more... Um, more invested, but I kind of thought he was very well-spoken and very clear about Mm -hmm. what was going on, like, and what, why he had done that. So I, Mm -hmm. I at least appreciated him for being pretty transparent about the whole thing. And I felt bad. And he, I think he's hot. So I was at this point (laughs) and here's what I think. I don't know if people that go on the season always know who the lead is. That's what I was thinking the whole time because some people, yes. And some they like announce it though. Well, sometimes it's always different. Like you never know, like their announcements are never at the same time. Like sometimes it's just, if it happens, it happens and they have to deal with the timing because there have been other seasons where people get out of the limo and they're like, oh my God, I was so glad when I heard it was you or um, you know, well, I just they, thought they meant like when ABC made the announcement initially of like, I'm so who glad knows. maybe it's always me. different, but I think for some seasons they just send out the casting notice and you apply not knowing mm-hmm. who the lead is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was just like, I didn't know you. I didn't know you. I'm getting to know you. And I appreciated his realness mm-hmm. or so I thought. And then <laughs> she kind of looked like she was taking it all in. Um, and then he goes back to the group of guys and they all hate on him for trying to defend himself, which I also thought was stupid. Yeah, um, it's just like, mm, can we drop and, this now? Yeah, but they couldn't. They were like, bro, come on, bro. He's <laughs> like, I just, I just tried to explain. My, I just felt like I need to explain myself. And at this point, yeah, you're all taught. His name is in all of y'all's mouth. So I would have mm. needed to go clear the air too. And yeah. they're like, whatever, man, you're stealing time from us. I was like, you're all idiots. Except I mean, the, the bottom line is we will never really know because we are at the mercy of the um, producers. Well, anyway, uh, Katie kind of lets us know at the end, but we have to talk about the yeah. entrance Fucking of the garbage. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Can't believe we forgot because I fucking love him. So we we find out it's Blake, even though they already showed us. Even though the they already showed us. And I was exactly 100 per, <laughs> 100 per Kent. That's not a word. One. correct uh, about how they framed it with Tasha. She was totally chill with it. They made it so dramatic in the trailer. I know. Um, But she she was was like, like, yeah, just like, I think you guys would be really good. Would be good together. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah. Look at that. And then we watch him enter for like five minutes and just seeing his feet walking around. And <laughs> like, and we know like, it's him. Yeah. We were like watching in silence. And after like a minute, Jason was like, why are they, they, we already know. And then my mom texted me, I don't like his shoes. <laughs> so we had, we all had a lot of time to like look at his feet, even though we knew it was him. Um, but he looks pretty cute. I won't lie. He looks cute. Oh, he's so cute. And I don't really like him, but I don't know. I kept I thinking him. how his Instagram is just him and dogs and, and, 
I don't know. I also feel like people have been shipping them because they're both sexually open and, and everything. But now that we know um, Katie's complicated past with her sexual mm-hmm. history, mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel as cute anymore that it's like, yeah, you both love talking about sex and you guys would be a sexy couple. I don't know. I just kind of was like, okay. like I mean, that's obviously you- a very superficial thing to link somebody together. Right. People have been you know. doing it though. Oh no, totally. I have as well. Yeah. I'm just saying like, I think that's the nature of it is like, clearly we don't know these people on a very deep level. Like we think we do, but we really don't. Um, Right. So it makes sense that like a lot of people have been saying that, but like, you're absolutely correct. After hearing Katie's story, it really does make you reevaluate. But yeah, I think that's also a really personal um, decision for Katie of whether or not she thinks it'll be a good match and whether or not she ever feels pressured because I think that's like the trigger for a lot of people. Right. Because she mentioned that specifically during the the therapy thing. Um, And I mean, who's to say the guy's all about sex anyway? That's just another superficial Right. That was also the way they portrayed him on the season. Like it could be an aspect of his personality, but not nearly like as much as we think it is, you know? Right. So she's basically overwhelmed and we find out that Blake and Katie had been DMing. DMing. And this was my red flag, to be honest, because I remembered. So Tasha slash Claire season, one of the first episodes or maybe the second episode when Claire's getting to know the guys slash mm-hmm. only thinking about Dale. Um <laughs> Blake takes her aside and is like, listen, I just want to, you know, pretty much I think he was trying to clear the air with production and just with viewers right off the bat himself that he had been DMing Claire and had kind of totally forgot about that. I know. And kind of, I didn't. And kind of, uh, <laughs> clearly, because I like love that show catfish and yeah, I, yeah, you I, do. I just, was, you do. I just, yeah, I don't know. So I started thinking about how he obviously had created this internet relationship with her and kind of like fell in love with probably her social media pages hmm. before even meeting her. And I guess they were DMing and he becomes very attached to Claire, like almost immediately he becomes attached to her convinced that, you know, they're meant to be together. He's going to marry her. And then of course she chooses Dale and he's like, you know, he was devastated. He, was yeah, devastated. he didn't know if he was going to continue with Tasha's season and it took and him didn't. a while to like get it. No, I thought he did. Nope. He left. He left because he told Tasha. Blake left? Yes. He told Tasha to her face. I can't become invested in you because I'm still invested in Claire. I just can't let Claire go. So what? he left. And I thought then, he eventually got on board and they went on a date. Ah, uh, that's not what I remember. I, what I remember is he couldn't get, he couldn't I thought that was that Claire. guy who burned the dress with Claire. Who was I'm like sure mad I'm heartbroken. I'm willing to put money on it. I'm willing to put Yeah, oh, I mean, you're the super fan. The yeah. Dress. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, guy, that big guy that was like, I'm never talking about my feelings. That guy? Mm, yeah, oh, he was so heartbroken. But he's in Batch Nation now. He has friends. That's true. That's true. I forget his name. I want to call him Phil, but mm, I don't know. Nope, but uh, <laughs> anyway, so then when he shows up here on Katie's season, he says the same exact thing. He pretty much admits that he's been DMing Katie, falling in love with her online profiles and her Okay, a uh, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to call you out. <laughs> no, I'm not calling. Just chill, though, okay? He wasn't like, <laughs> I'm falling in love with you and I have been since the first time I even sent you a DM. He was like, you know, we have, they have like, you know, they've talked before and they feel like they have a little bit of a a connection. And he said he was like, I think he said something of like, I would regret if we like, we never got to explore it. And okay. That's fair. And also, I don't remember what I was going to say, but it'll come to me. I just thought it was a little red flaggy that he wouldn't stop talking about how I loved your season. I loved who you are on your, who you were on your season, which I mean, she did. Okay. But like, isn't that how every contestant gets onto the bachelor though? Like maybe not everyone DMS them and says that. Basically. I just thought it was weird that it's like a repeat behavior. And it made me think that he might be a little obsessive because he already started feeling like you're the one like, bro, like, 
I, how do you know all that before? And you just met her in person. I I just, I just don't think it's weird to like people meet people online all the time. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, okay. Yes. It is a pattern of behavior in the sense of like the same women in the, like the franchise, but I think that might also, if there were anything that was like, Hey, don't do it. I think maybe he would take the fact that everyone's from the same franchise and they all kind of know each other by association that it's like more of a casual thing, you know, like you're more likely to reach out to someone who's had, who, you know, has been in the same program as you. Like if you're an alumni of somewhere, you know, that's true. There is the whole aspect of the community about it all, which yeah. is true. But anyway, I mean, we'll see what happens. So basically she's into him and you can tell. Uh, so he sticks, ar- he sticks around while she's like, I need to make my choice. But you know, she's going to let him stay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then she goes to his room after the rose ceremony. Oh, wait. Before we get there, we have to talk about how fucking savage she uh, was to yeah. Thomas. I loved um, it, but I hated it, but I loved it. But it gave me a little bit of anxiety. I know it's taking me a little bit of anxiety, <laughs> but it answered everybody's question. And it was such a good cap to the episode because I was starting to think, I, I thought she was going to give him a rose and be like, I'm going to give you a second chance. Just no, she did. So honest. <laughs> she did to him what Matt did to her. <laughs> I know. I mean, no, she didn't take him on a full one-on-one date and be like, <laughs> let's make out and then break up with her. Oh, him. What? But basically, she was like, <laughs> you're a liar, you're selfish, mm-hmm, and you do mm-hmm. not. Like, she was mean. Yeah, yeah. And that she said. Like, I think you're a liar. I think you're yeah. selfish. Yeah. <gasps> and then as he's leaving, and all the guy's jaws are, like, dropping. And not only does she tell him to leave, she calls him up like she's going to give him a rose. And then she doesn't give it to him, just like Matt didn't give it to her. <laughs> and then... <laughs> He just walks out and she says kind of um, the narrative. She starts speaking. She's like, you know, I always knew the vibe was off. And I was like, see, you guys. She knew the whole time. She was just calculating and listening. She just had to like get there. Yeah. And she knew because you could tell she was so savage. Like, you don't just say that. You don't just say that to someone. Yeah. So she must have just been able to sniff out his uh, disingenuous, disin, his, His lack of genuine feelings, I think, for her. Mm. She probably just started to be able to see that out. I also wonder if there was more, like, you know, what what we didn't see conversations between them. Like, if there was other stuff that was said. Because it felt like a very severe reaction. Right? And it felt like, like there had what? been a lot of, like, time to mellow in between. And maybe Why? they edited it that way for, like, shock value. But it felt a little bit out of left field. <laughs> It was crazy. I mean, maybe that's why, because it was a, it was a nicely crafted episode. I was like Mm -hmm. up and down and up and down. Mm -hmm. And the conversation that we saw him have with her, with her, I thought went well. And I thought based on the conversation we saw, which Mm -hmm. wasn't, I I've never seen him be, you know, aggressive with her or anything like that. And I've never seen her be like, you know, people are questioning you and I'm upset. Like we never saw Mm -hmm. any sort of like aggression. We just saw her like looking at him and like taking him in. Maybe that's why, because maybe that's Mm. why they edited it like that because the guys were all like, she needs our help. And at the right. end, it was like Daenerys Targaryen moment. And she was like, yeah, you believe, yeah. I don't need anyone to tell me <laughs> who I will have in my bed. She was like, Dracarys. Yeah. And he just left. I was like, you're such a queen. It was she crazy. torched him. So that gave us the answer. Apparently, she could just sense that he wasn't uh, into her. And mm-hmm. for her, I feel like she had a... a a good reason for being pissed once, you know, we kind of realized obviously what had been going on and what she'd been feeling. I was Mm -hmm. like, yes, girl, like he deserves this from you. Like if, if she was able to sense that you were full of it, like you should have stopped a long time ago. Like, you know, like you're not into her. Why are you pretending Mm. like you're into her? Yeah. But I feel like she had a, had a reason to be mad. The guys didn't, you know, like the guys just didn't have a reason to be mad with him. Yeah, I'm just and, like over them caring about Yeah, and this. the things they were saying about him that he's like manipulate, manipulative. I mean, maybe he is. I don't know. But I just feel like you guys reacted this way because you were jealous and like suspicious of him. But it's like, okay, mm. like that's not what you really all said. Yeah. You know, fine. If you're not sure if he's what like, what's going on with him and his feelings for Katie. That's happened a lot in, in mm. previous seasons. Like, we don't know. Like, I just feel like his feelings for her aren't like legit. Like a lot of that is said a lot, but they were like attacking this dude. 
So I don't know. I felt like it was valid that Katie gave him what she felt she needed to give him. I mean, obviously she is in control of everything mostly, but yeah, I was just over the whole guy drama. And I just hope that the guys that were participating in it either rise above it or act stupid and go home. And you can tell. Oh no, him. now it will be a whole other thing because Blake is going to stay and you can already tell they're all going to be like, Oh, bleh, advantage bleh, time. I don't know. Well, you can tell that Hunter probably freaks out at the arrival of Blake because they have that um, sports challenge and there's always the one guy that takes it too seriously and hurts Oh my someone. God, always. <laughs> I just like don't get why Hunter's still there. Like I don't, I've never seen them have like a meaningful conversation. I know, I guess. I mean, I guess he's- Except for like um, in the therapy thing. Right, and he had a really amazing story. So I feel like he's also something- it also has something to do with probably the fact that viewers are attached to him a little bit just because mm-hmm. of that story that I know when I think of him, I think of that story. Yeah. So I don't know. That'll be a shame if he just starts to look like an asshole, which I think mm-hmm. he does. Um, but I bet our baby man, Michael, daddy, Michael is going to stick around. Oh God, he definitely won't so be involved much. in any drama because he's just like in La La, no, La Land because with he Katie. is a wonderful, perfect human specimen <laughs> greg is gonna continue to be jealous and um, boring and weird i have oh, that written down at one point too i was like really what what were you gonna say oh i was gonna say we didn't talk about how katie goes to blake's door because i think oh, it's yeah. cute oh, she yeah. like goes to his door and one she looks fucking incredible yeah, in that dress and he she looks like, so good kid. yeah and <laughs> He, like, really wasn't expecting her, and he just, like, pokes his head out, and he's, like, probably, or I think he's just, like, naked, or maybe he's in his underwear or something, and he's, like, oh, uh, just, just give me a minute to put, put some clothes on, and he literally just puts a sweatshirt on, (laughs) nothing else, (laughs) like, he's still just in his underwear, which I thought was so funny, and, like, it's so awkward, but it's really funny, and, like, like picking up your hairbrush, like, these are not pants, these are not pants, Uh, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, it was just really cute. And then, like, she tells yeah, him that was that, a very cute gesture. Yeah. And then she tells him he can stay. And then mm-hmm. he's like, You look incredible. Like, he just yeah. is like so floored. And was, I love them. Yeah, it was cute. It was just another one of those moments where you are, you're thankful for it during the episode because it was also a great example of what she sent Thomas home for, mm-hmm. you know, and what she gained, you know. In, in return for getting rid of somebody that really wasn't into it and gaining somebody that's like super excited about her, which, which she deserves. Um, right. And is Daddy there specifically Mike, yeah. for her? Daddy Mike is very excited for her. Um, she yes. loves, I guess she loves Daddy Greg. Mike, I love so it. I guess Greg is going to be around for a long time. No, 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 say, no. Don't, don't say that. She's you, falling for him. I swear to God. You kind of liked Greg at him. first or you, you understood. You didn't feel I, worried for her. No, I didn't feel worried for her. I yeah. just, I'm not sure how I feel about him now. He'll I always get like a little, like half a point because he's from New Jersey. So <laughs> <laughs> he just, I don't know. I felt like after he shared that thing about his dad, it was like kind of that, the whole thing with Hunter, like how viewers got kind of invested in that and people started, um, you know, having a relationship with him, like just through the episodes. And I feel like he's not genuine after that moment. I just feel like he's like, yeah, I feel he's, like he's awkward and, and mm. it looks like he's really not that into her either. And he's obviously the first guy that's like, I don't like you. I don't know how I'm going to be able to deal with like you jealous with other guys. Yeah. I was like, of course you're the first one to say that you're jealous. Like that's another classic bachelor thing. And that's like the only people I like. I mean, well, I don't like Greg, but I feel like that's the only people that have made any like real strides with her. Are mm. Greg, Dad Michael, Andrew, but he's getting friend zoned like easy. Mm. And then who was the other guy we were talking about? Blake. And Blake, right. Who else is cool? Virgin Mike is cool. But I feel like yeah, he's too he hasn't much been of a around in a while. Contestant. He's like too mm, much mm-hmm, of a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a, you know, we need a contestant that meets this weird criteria filler. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He's probably a great guy, but I don't think. I don't know. I mean, if he moves forward with Katie, that's cool. Cause he's a pretty stand up guy. So he could, who knows, who knows? Cause he's done a lot of stand up things so far. She just hasn't gotten to know him. I like right. him. I do yeah. like him. Yeah. I, and as I've said before, just because he's a virgin doesn't mean he's not sex positive. Right. And we still don't know why he's a virgin. Right. 
people assumed for a long time that Colton was religious and that's why he was a virgin. And then obviously, <laughs> I mean, we've learned a lot away. since. Yeah, obviously we've learned a lot since, but he also, um, like it wasn't religion one and two, he was like, I was just so busy with football and I just didn't, I've never had sex. So who knows? Yeah, okay. Still, I'd like to learn more about Mike. I like him, but that I don't really like care for anyone else. I don't care. I'm sick yeah. of the four guys that look like one guy. Oh, I know that hot. The hot artist is is one of those four guys that look like one guy, and he's his faces are so great. Like when his eyes bulge. Oh, out. that that's the guy. The yeah, artist guy is I that just, guy. Whatever. They can. Oh my all god, leave I do too. love his faces. He know, is just like so hilarious. But they can all leave too. And then I don't like everybody else is just like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll get to know them better or yeah. more. We'll no, see. We will. We will. This always gets good. My mom's funny. She's like, you know, I like watching towards the end because she's like. It's just, if I'll watch tonight, I guess. But if it just ends up being all making out, I, I don't, I just, I don't know if I'll keep watching. I just don't like watching it when it's just all making out. I love your mom impression. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> she's got a good point though, because it is annoying. She does. No, it is annoying. People are so like not intelligent, either the lead or the contestant or whatever, that they just are like, hi. And then they just start making out because they don't know what to do. But it's also just really annoying that they don't just turn the freaking the sound, like turn your mic down or, I mean- Obviously not in the moment, but like you could fix that in post-production. You could up that shit, like the fairytale music. You could swipe it down on the fucking. (laughs) I actually noticed it for the first time. I hate it. I hate it. It makes me uncomfortable. Choked before in the middle of the episode. I do. Yeah. (laughs) I've been coughing a lot during this episode. Like. Yeah, I've been like clearing my throat too. So sorry. I've been trying to decide if I'm going to edit anything because, like I said, guys, I lost a whole episode. And I mean, do you need to? No, I don't think I do. We got we kind of went all over the place, but I think I think we got it. We got the point across. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you, listeners, for listening. This has been Bed Batch and Beyond. Have a happy Fourth of July weekend, everybody. Fourth of July weekend. Be safe. And we'll see you next time for episode four recap. Ooh, 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 ooh. All right, bye. bye.